the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Men with a Purpose. Men with a Purpose exists to encourage, equip, and empower Christian leaders by convening and featuring like-minded marketplace influencers in a non-threatening, generationally diverse atmosphere of fellowship. And now, here is today's host. Greetings, Southern Colorado, and welcome to another edition of the Men with a Purpose program. I'm your host, Dwight Johnson, Jr. I wanted to remind our audience that we started the Men with a Purpose program to give our listeners in the Christian communities of Southern Colorado an opportunity to hear men's witnessing and testimonials about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's a nice, it's a really nice add to the monthly luncheons. Men with a Purpose luncheons usually held on the second Thursdays of the month at the Boot Barn Hall off of Bass Pro Drive, just off of the I-25 at Northgate. And we just had our luncheon this past Thursday with Burl Kane of the Prison Seminaries Foundation and the current prison, current prison commissioner in the state of Mississippi. And what a great talk he gave us. Both Haim Goldman and myself will be interviewing Burl in the coming weeks on our perspective shows, uh, Partners in the Gospel with Haim, and of course, Men with a Purpose, which we do on the weekends. And they do Partners in the Gospel on the weekend as well, and uh, one weekday uh, episode as well of that show. Our speaker lineup is on the website at menwithapurpose.org. That's M-W-A-P.org. And we have had some changes for the last quarter of the year. So let's go over that now, some housekeeping, before I introduce today's guest. And uh, we just had, of course, Burl Kane. Now coming up, this is going to be a real treat. And coming up October 12th, we'll be at the Marriott Tech Center. The Marriott, the Colorado Springs Marriott in the Tech Center, Tech Center Drive, and that's October 12th. It's going to be Randy Gratishar, the Ohio State University linebacker, of course, became the Denver Broncos linebacker and is on the ballot for the 24 Hall of Fame on the senior section, but on the Hall of Fame for uh, in Canton, Ohio. And, uh, of course, Randy was with the Broncos from 74 to 83. And uh, then in November, we'll be back at the Boot Barn Hall, November 9th, with Dr. Deborah Hendricks with the Parents Challenge. And then, again, we've moved December a week, December 14th, uh, uh, Thursday. That'll be Jim Daly. So we will be at the Boot Barn Hall in December on the 14th instead of the 7th, celebrating the Christmas season on December 14th, Thursday, with Jim Daly uh, from Focus on the Family. So October, Randy Gratishar, and that's going to be a treat. You know, the Ohio State University grad who played for the Denver Broncos from 74 to 83. And we'll repeat that at the end of the show because we have a change of location on that. So right now, let's week uh, let's welcome this weekend. Uh, our guest is Brad Hale with the Nicaea Student Center in Colorado Springs, and a former professor from Azusa Pacific University in Southern California. Welcome, Brad, to the Men with a Purpose program. Thanks, Dwight. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, I just want to say about Men with a Purpose. Uh, since I've only been in Southern California for about two years, a little more than two years, and the, Southern Colorado, in Southern Colorado. Sorry. 
See, it's, I'm still stuck there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to extricate myself. Uh, but it, Men with a Purpose has been, has been a, a great blessing to me, uh, not just with the speakers, but also the providential meetings that I've, I've had, uh, meeting new friends there. So it's a, it's a great organization. I'm and, grateful for it. And you were there this last Thursday. I so was. how was that lunch? Did you like the red beans and rice? That was, it was really nice. It was a little bit different, uh, and I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised that it, it had a little bit of a kick to it. It did so have a kick, and that, and, yeah. that, and that was styled for Burl Kane, who's from Louisiana and down in the Mississippi area. And it was a fr- refreshing refreshing change to have that because it was it was a little kick. It, it was, and he seemed to appreciate it too. So, so my question. I have a question, number one question that I always ask with right. folks. But before that, can you update our audience with your current happenings and how long uh, you were with APU and, and now with the Nicaea Student Center? Sure. Uh, so I was uh, at Azusa Pacific University from 2002 until 2021. Uh, and then I left uh, and uh, was very generously granted the rank of Professor Emeritus. So I'm still technically on the faculty at Azusa Pacific. Sure. Then I moved out to Southern Colorado, uh, here in Colorado Springs. I uh, came here in the spring and summer of 2021 and started to work on setting up this uh, Christian Study Center, uh, which is part of a larger movement. Uh, each of these is independent, but there's 37 of them around the country that belong to something called the Consortium of Christian Study Centers. So that's what I've been, I've been working on since. So taking my academic experience from Azusa Pacific and bringing it to the secular colleges and universities in town. Okay, so now we've got a head start there. So let's go to the first question that sure. I always ask is how and when did you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as our Lord and Savior? So I know that I came to Christ uh, as a child. Uh, I grew up in a pastor's home. Uh, my dad was a pastor and uh, my parents were in this church in Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts. Uh, they, well, they moved there in 1971. My mom took over uh, the pastorate uh, 15 or so years ago uh, when my dad had some health problems, and they are still there in that church. So it's been a little bit over 50 years that they were in that church. Uh, So anyway, I grew up in church. That's also where I learned how to sin uh, (laughs) from from experts. Um, And uh, anyway, so I know that I came to Christ as a child. I can't tell you an exact date. Um, I take comfort in the idea that Charles Spurgeon says, if you don't know your birthday, do you know that you were born? And I, I know that I was born again as a child uh, and grew up in the church, learning, growing, like I said, also failing uh, quite often, um, but just growing in grace, growing in the faith and um, went to a secular college uh, as a uh, freshman in college. It was, there were some struggles, tests, trials, being stretched in a lot of different ways. Uh, at the end of that year, I just, went out one evening and I said, Lord, you know, this is, there, there are some real challenges here, but I know that you are who you say you are and I'm going to trust in you and I really need you to help. me." And, uh, that was a really important moment in my life and in my growth in Christ. And from there, um, it, you know, never, never got fully easy, but there have been better times, but just knowing that he was there with me was a great thing. So you're growing up in church. Uh, there's no guarantees that, that someone's going to come to know Christ, but uh, I, I know that he changed me even as a child. So even, uh, so basically your younger years, and then of course in college you had an awakening. So, sure. yeah. okay. Yeah. I, you know, just, you know, going into college, knowing certain things, but it's a secular school in a very different place. Uh, 
away from home. This was, you know, the, the years before cell phones and when you actually had to pay for long distance. So you yeah. couldn't just text mom and dad and say, Hey, I've got a challenge. Right. Um, but, but, you know, just kind of walking through some things and saying, I, I know that Jesus is who he says he said he is. And, you know, I know that the Bible is true, but I, I'm still feeling stretched and pressured with some ideas that you're hearing. And, um, yeah, so just kind of solidifying things really in a lot of ways. So with that secular college and you, as a freshman, did you continue there or did you go somewhere else? Oh, I, I continued there. I finished okay. it out. Uh, my, my schooling from kindergarten through graduate school was secular. So, yeah, I, I mean, it was a different time, and I really appreciate a lot of the Christian schools and the homeschooling movement uh, right now. But, yeah, my, my schooling was all secular. Okay. All right. And then, uh, even though you were younger and you, and you, uh, had that awakening in college and, and it became well known and for you and, and Jesus is there for you. Uh, at what point did you, uh, were you able to come to start a family then? So, uh, after college, uh, I graduated and I had a year off, um, between college and graduate school and started I, I knew my future wife before, but I went back home uh, and I was going back to my hometown, uh, lived at home for a little while and started working a little bit more in the church, my parents' church, started ministering and my wife was doing some ministry there. We were doing oh, some ministry okay. so together. So it was easier then. Yeah. So we, we got together in church. Uh, we were friends. We were doing a lot of ministry things together. It was sort of a long, non-romantic courtship that became suddenly a romantic thing. Uh, so uh, after, after hanging out and doing a lot of different things, working in the church together on a few projects, uh, we realized that this was more than just friendship. So uh, then I went off to graduate school and uh, we continued uh, our, our relationship. We would see each other fairly often. I was about an hour and a half away, so it wasn't that long oh, of a yeah. drive to, to see her sure. uh, often enough on the weekends. And then... Um, we got married in, as I was on my way into uh, the PhD program. So I went from a master's program into a PhD program. I got married on the way into the PhD program. And um, uh, yeah, so from there, we, um, she, she put up with me for a number of years <laughs> in terms of, you know, here's this graduate student and she's, she's supporting the both of us. Um, and then, uh, Let's see, I, you know, I was continuing, I was almost finished with the dissertation and got the job offer to Zeusa Pacific. And so we had been married at that point. Uh, I can't even remember how long it was that we were married at that point. Good years, um, though. Good years. Very good very years. Good they years. were very good years. Um, and moved out to Southern California together and uh, established our life there. So, well, yeah. then it was easier than with you both being Christians, mm -hmm. both working within the church, you're parents right. church right and so i would imagine as as your family started to grow it's and i'm sure you developed the stuff with your kids so we don't have kids oh my bad uh, no that's all right um uh we don't have kids but we actually did a lot of uh, children's ministry uh and i don't know if that was uh you know sort of a substitute kind of thing my wife is also a school teacher so we, we would minister in small okay, churches. So that's and, where you would get the and, kids and that's yeah. of course being and a professor a, you get the kids there right uh and as a uh, as a school teacher she would uh, churches would always ask her if she wanted to be involved in kids ministry, which uh, truthfully 
you know, come the weekend after working with elementary school kids all week, you know, you don't always want to work with kids again. But anyway, we. Oh, no, no, no. I know that. My wife just (laughs) retired from Southern California. She was a kindergarten teacher, special ed for 34 years in a school district. And she would rather be in a room full of kids during the week as opposed to adults. So I get that. So, (laughs) right. Right. Um, But yeah, so we, but we just continued um, and we, so I'll, I'll just jump ahead a little bit in the story. Uh, The main reason that we left Southern California and came to Colorado Springs is that we had family gathering. Sure. So uh, we didn't, no one was from uh, Colorado Springs, but uh, when we got here, my adult nephew and his wife were here expecting their first child. My sister and her family with four kids arrived later that summer. And then my brother, one of my brothers, my nephew's dad, arrived later. So now there are four Hale households in Colorado Springs. So we moved here. We've got lots of nieces and nephews around. So it's it's a wonderful thing. So it's becoming an adopted state for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I understand that completely. No, definitely. You know, growing up in the Denver area, family was all there. And then sure. when we moved back from Southern California to here, uh, just my dad and stepmom. Yeah. But we, all the front range is dotted with, you know, relatives. That's right. Right. So I understand that. So as a Christian leader in the community of Southern Colorado, you are truly a man with a purpose and with what you do. And I would imagine that is getting very busy for you. It is very busy. Uh, it's, it's a strange busyness. And when you're, when you're a professor, you're busy as well. Um, you know, there's lots of teaching, lots of grading. Uh, but, the the busyness here is a little bit different in terms of you know just the the schedule is very different it's a little bit erratic at times um you know setting up appointments with people meeting them telling them what what the Nicaea study center is all about and then also you know finding the time to do the work for the study center so yeah it's it's very busy um but not it's not a, a regimented schedule like i i once had you know i know i have classes on these days things like that. So uh, if, if you can, uh, where is it located? So the study center right now, we're really operating out of our house. Oh, okay. So uh, we, just, uh, we just got our 501c3 approval this year, uh, earlier this year. We were, we were actually out of the country, and I got home, and there was a little bit of a stack of mail. <laughs> and and there sure. was a letter from the IRS, which, which can always make somebody nervous. But I opened it up, and it was our approval that we are five hundred one c three approved. Okay, that's that's the good ones right. from the IRS. So, so we are just starting to uh, to raise funds and looking for a place. We'd love to find a place close to one of the campuses or between the campuses. So that's that's something that we are we are working on right now. Okay, well, if somebody wants to help you then with that that sure. fundraising, you got a website. We do. Okay, it's Nicaea Study Center dot org. N i c a e a Study Center dot o r g. Okay, repeat the the, the spelling of the, sure, the Nicaea. Yeah, yeah. N-I-C-A-E-A, studycenter.org. Okay, and the phone number that they can call us? 909-463-8725. Uh, that's actually a California number because I, why would I change over? It's, it's is a cell phone? That. Is that a, a cell yeah, phone. Yeah, I got 760, so yep. that's, that's <laughs> Southern California. So, okay, well, that's awesome. And um, with that in mind, are you planning any? fundraisers or you're planning anything something that the public can get invited to or 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 where we can get kids to your study center and the whole nine yards yeah absolutely there's uh 
we're not planning a fundraiser per se, but you know, we want to gather people in and show them what we're doing, let them know what we're doing. So our next big event that we're hosting is uh, a talk that's going to be given by the dean of the Azusa Pacific University oh, Honors okay. College. Okay, He's coming out and he's going to be talking about the love of wisdom, uh, things on earth and things divine. Uh, he has been thinking about how to integrate faith and learning uh, as long as I've known him. Uh, when I got to APU, he was the dean there. And thinking about why higher learning, why a college education is important, not just a vocational training, but to training Christians in wisdom and in virtue and how to to love God with their mind. So he's going to come and he's going to talk about the love of wisdom. That's on September 30th. And Saturday. It's a Saturday. And it's at the Cragmore Christian Reformed Church on Acacia Drive, which is just south of the UCCS campus. It's a Saturday afternoon at 2. So people can still get to the Air Force Academy game that night. Uh, so you can you can do both. You don't have to choose. Um, so that's that's when we're hosting that. Yeah, and so that that's open to the community. Uh, anybody who's interested in in loving God with their mind as well as their heart, soul, and strength, uh, they're welcome to come and see what we're doing, uh, as well as for for the students there. Cool. So they can go to your website, mm-hmm. yes. and then uh, also give you a call on there too if yes. they're interested in September thirtieth. Uh, don't have the Air Force schedule memorized. <laughs> I do when Navy's going to be here or when they're not going to be okay. here. I know when the Navy is playing Air Force, but um, September 30th, and they can go to the website at, again? NiceaStudyCenter.org, N-I-C-A-E-A, StudyCenter.org. And does that stand for anything, or is that just something that uh, came so, out of your head? Or? So, ni- no, not it- <laughs> So Nicaea does have significance. Okay. Uh, Nicaea is the place where the the Nicaea councils were in the 4th century. There you go. Where okay. where the Nicene Creed was developed. Okay. First in 325 AD and then 381 it was revised a little bit. So part of the idea for the Nicaea in our in our name is to say that we are orthodox Christian. We we believe in the Nicene Creed and we are also ecumenical so that uh, we want to to bring in Christians of of all stripes, uh, provided we we uh, believe in the Nicene Creed. Now, the the study center will also bring in skeptics. If you're not a believer, we're happy to engage you and and talk with you and and be a part of that too. So, um, just a a quick aside. So we we do some study uh, groups with with students and with young adults as well. And we did a study of first the book of Ecclesiastes. We read that and discussed it. And then we read a book called The Stranger by Albert Camus, who was a 20th century French atheist. And we talked about how Solomon and Camus were both interested in the same questions. So these are questions that are thousands of years old. But there's a really different perspective when you believe that there is someone who is, uh, who is in control when you believe in God. So we, we, we really looked at that. So we're, we want to engage a lot of different ideas and, and different people. Well, it sounds like it. And if you're, you're, if you're looking at, well, at some point entertaining the atheist idea and then, of course, the Nicene Creed and then uh, everything that is revolving around Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's definitely an opportunity there. Right. Besides the September 30th event, mm-hmm. what else is on the horizon? So this Friday, we're actually oh. doing a little bit of a kickoff. So this uh, Friday, the 15th, uh, we're doing a little bit of a kickoff, uh, and we are being hosted by the Newman Chapel and Center on Stanton Road, and that's a Catholic center. 
And we are going to be watching, uh, we're going to be doing a, a viewing and discussion of the movie The Most Reluctant Convert, which is the conversion story of C.S. Lewis. And following on that, we're going to be doing something called, at least for the next few Fridays, we're going to be doing something called Dinner and Doodles. And so we're going to serve students dinner. And then we're going to watch uh, some C.S. Lewis doodles on YouTube. And if you don't know what the C.S. Lewis doodles are on YouTube, you can just look them up. But someone uh, in a British accent reads some C.S. Lewis and someone illustrates. And these are wonderful uh, ways to engage C.S. Lewis. Uh, so students can come and watch. They don't have homework. You know, they've, they're finishing off a week of homework, so they don't have any homework. But they're going to hear C.S. Lewis being read. They're going to watch it being illustrated, and then we're going to talk about the ideas that are. Okay. Um, that's coming up on Friday. This show will be airing the weekend of the 16th and 17th, so I will want to get the results from you yeah. uh, <laughs> that next week, and maybe I can share them in an upcoming show sure. um, and uh, definitely uh, let them know uh, how the results were there. And then, of course, dinner and doodles, uh, since you're going to be doing that for several Fridays in the future. And then uh, certainly want to see how the thing was, how your event was on the 30th. Um, and uh, we'll definitely do a part two because I'm oh. hearing a part two on this because <laughs> there's a lot going Great. on. Um, certainly want to know about a fundraiser and, and, mm -hmm. and certainly how we can uh, accent your kickoff oh, and keep that. it going. Uh, since you're doing the analogy of football, we'll do the kickoff <laughs> and such. And um, also, I'll pretty much know who, who Air Force is uh, playing on the yeah. 30th, and we'll go from there. Um, Brad, I appreciate you being on the Men with a Purpose uh, program today, and continued blessings for what you do with the Nicaea Student Study Center right in there, here, right here in the Colorado uh, Southern Colorado area and how you bring the message of Christ and everything else that goes with it for the students who have inquisitive minds, creative minds, but certainly Christ centered mm -hmm. and in everything you do one more time. Sure. Uh, let's get the website out there. Okay. It's Nicaea study org, and I see a E a study org. And I would imagine there's a plethora of opportunities to see or how deep you go into your website to see all that you do to maybe if there's some podcasts there or some other things that they can see and, and possibly research or just know about, especially everything that's coming up on the 30th and, and, and your dinner with doodles and beyond. And if they really want to ask you a quick question, they can call you at 909-463-8725. Okay. Remember, that's a 909. That is Southern California around the, probably got it when you were around the Azusa that's right. uh, Citrus area and, and that area. Because uh, next to Azusa, right down the street is Citrus College. That's right. And I know years ago, uh, when my brother was playing APU soccer, they were using the Citrus College field. And I'm sure that's changed now because it's many decades later. Yeah. So we'll go from there. But I appreciate you being here. Hey, that lineup again for Men With a Purpose. Uh, again, a treat's coming your way for October. Randy Gratishire, the linebacker for the Denver Broncos for many years, 74 to 83. And, of course, that includes the 77 Super Bowl with Dallas down in New Orleans. For those who remember that. Randy from the Ohio State University. Uh, he is the October speaker for Men with a Purpose. You can go to the Men with a Purpose 
uh, org website for all the information on there. October 12th, it's going to be moved from the Boot Barn Hall up on uh, Bass Pro Drive down to the Marriott and the Denver, excuse me, not Denver, wow, uh, the Tech Center uh, in Colorado Springs, Tech Center Drive, uh, the Marriott, October 12th, the Men with a Purpose Luncheon. And of course, everyone knows if you're up on Randy and the Denver Broncos, you know that Randy works at Phil Long down the way in the Motor City area, the Motor Row, I think that's what they call it now. Uh, and then, of course, for November, Dr. Deborah Hendricks with Parent Challenge. She is our November uh, 9th, November 9th speaker. Uh, that is the second uh, Thursday in November. And again, it'll be back at the Boot Barn Hall. And then we wrap up the year with the Men with a Purpose speakers. Uh, Jim Daly with Focus on the Family will be our speaker at the Boot Barn Hall December 14th instead of December 7th. Uh, that has changed on the website, and it's changed in all the um, email uh, sends that have been coming to our regulars and our new folks, and of course all our torchbearers and our sponsors for uh, Men With a Purpose. Uh, that is going to be December 14th, uh, Thursday, with Jim Daly. And this has been the Men With a Purpose program for this weekend. We will be back next weekend with the first weekend of autumn. Oh, yes, that's right. Changes are coming, even though you see Pike speaking, see snow on it. And, of course, Trail Ridge Drive got closed because they had a huge dusting this last week. So Trail Ridge is, is closed. Uh, national, uh, The National Park there, Colorado National Park, uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, I'm sorry. Uh, but it will be autumn uh, first week of autumn, and we'll have another edition of the Men with a Purpose program. I'm Dwight Johnson Jr., and have yourself enjoy the rest of your weekend and stay blessed. Thanks for listening to Men with a Purpose. Men with a Purpose Colorado Springs meets at a monthly luncheon with a featured speaker and messages that empower, equip, and encourage by the power of their testimony. Join us next time on Men with a Purpose. For more information, go to mwap.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com